You're listening to WXXI News. I'm Beth Adams. Repair work continues at the site of a large sinkhole on St. Paul Boulevard in Arondequoit. County officials say crews discovered a collapsed storm sewer pipe below the road where two people were trapped in a vehicle early Wednesday morning. Workers will continue excavating today to determine the length of the collapse and start to replace the pipe. St. Paul is expected to remain closed from Paxton to Wimbledon Road through today and possibly into the weekend. Millions of automobile crashes and injuries could be prevented over the next 30 years using advanced driver assistance systems, according to new research from the AAA Foundation for Traffic Safety. Spokesperson Elizabeth Carey says this technology is common in new vehicles, helping drivers stay in their lanes and using adaptive cruise control and automatic braking. This technology, ADAS, could prevent an estimated 37 million crashes 14 million injuries, and save 250,000 lives over the next 30 years. Kerry says no technology can prevent all crashes, and while driver assistance systems could save a quarter of a million lives over three decades, nearly 900,000 people will die in auto crashes if the current trends continue. AAA says such advanced systems are only effective if they are fully understood by consumers, used properly, and widely adopted. Rick Janaret, who will always be regarded as the voice of the Buffalo Sabres after a 51-year broadcasting career, has died at the age of 81. The Sabres released a statement from Janaret's family saying he died with his family by his side following a two-year battle with multiple organ failure. He was part of the Sabres broadcast since their second season in the early 70s. There's a push to have Rochester join forces with Syracuse and Buffalo in an effort to get a regional designation as a tech hub. WXXI's Randy Gorman reports. This is a bipartisan effort. In fact, Democratic Rochester Area Congressman Joe Morelli says the support for federal dollars to help invest in semiconductor research and manufacturing also has support from Republican and Democratic lawmakers from the three upstate cities. Morelli and the other upstate members of Congress note that Rochester, Buffalo, and Syracuse already have the higher education and manufacturing infrastructure in place. There's so much potential. challenge has been, can we have enough capital invested to really accelerate the development of all this work. And that's what the federal dollars will do, is really to sort of supercharge these regions. Morelli and U.S. Senate Majority Leader Chuck Schumer say that if the regional tech hub in upstate New York gets the sought-after federal designation, it could bring millions of dollars into the area to further develop the microchip industry. Randy Gorman, WXXI News. County Executive Adam Bella won't be presenting his 2024 budget proposal until the fall, but a new blueprint to end homelessness in Monroe County could set up an early budget fight. The action plan to end homelessness was developed by a group of elected leaders, housing advocates, and people who have been or are homeless. County Legislator Rachel Barnhart is leading the initiative. It calls on the county to spend $47 million annually on a menu of programs. So I hope this starts a very important conversation. We have a plan. We have a price tag. If you don't like it, I challenge you to come up with your own plan, with your own price tag. If you don't like a line in the plan, let's talk about it and fix it. This is something dynamic. It's something we should all do together. 
The plan proposes housing voucher programs to close the gap between what public assistance recipients get to pay rent and what rent actually costs. It also proposes assistance for security deposits and paying back rent, rehabilitation of uh, vacant houses, increased payments to shelters and affordable housing grants. Inflation and the COVID pandemic have taken their toll on small publishers everywhere, but local presses say they're surviving and even thriving despite the challenges. Chad Post is the publisher of Open Letter Books, specializing in translations of international literature. He says increases in the cost of paper, ink and transportation have made it harder to price their books affordably. We got a book that's like 1,500 pages. Like the only way those printing, the the cost works as a book with if you're a for-profit is to put it at like $65, which is not a world that I want to live in, in which literature is only being accessed by people with a really high level of disposable income. That's assuming printing capacity is available at all. Some local presses say paper and staffing shortages are delaying the process. You can find more local news on our website, wxxinews.org.